What's up, y'all? Uh, as we're recording this, and as it'll come out, it'll be Hanukkah. So, happy Hanukkah from the Tough Cut lads to you guys. And the holidays, but we're celebrating Hanukkah first and foremost because we're all Jewish. Um, but Merry Christmas, Joyce Kwanzaa, all the holidays, even if you don't celebrate. I hope you guys are having a good time with your friends, your family, your dog, your cat, but not your fish. Because we hate pescatarians. Fish can't celebrate holidays. That's actually. true. That's so, very, very true. Uh, but yeah, shout out. Shout out to all of them. I hope you guys are staying warm somewhere. And uh, you got love in your heart. Because that's what the family bracket was all about all along. Wow. And we have such a terrific matchup waiting for you in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that shows all the love that family means. <laughs> um, but first, <laughs> hello and welcome back. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Jewish Jakers today, baby. Let's go. Beep, beep, beep. Holiday beep, season beep, beep, beep. alert. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, anyway, this is episode 89. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just wild. Part four of our family bracket. Um, today, we've got quite the finals matchup as i said um all the joy and love that you feel for family encapsulated in two movies uh parasite versus hereditary um, <laughs> i love us we <laughs> it's uh, lots of holiday cheer um, it's crazy that those are the movies that made it it makes me so happy yeah. It makes me so happy. Tell your family which of these two movies reminds you of them this holiday season. And while you're doing it, also tell them that, spoiler warning, we'll probably be spoiling these movies and all the others probably in the bracket and the ones we bring up in honor mentions and a super surprising other option, I'm sure, because we love spoiling things on mm. this podcast. Um, so nice. keep an eye out for that. And yeah, also a content warning for both of these movies. Uh, yeah, specifically, um, or most specifically for uh, Hereditary, um, there it is a horror movie. There are quite a few intense scenes, and especially um, intense child harm. Yeah, and uh, in Parasite, there's a stinky man. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So a, a heads up um, if you decide to watch along with us, um, or if you're jumping in to watch these for the first time now that they made it to the finale. Before we get into our matchup, as Jake mentioned, we've got your guys's and our own uh, honorable mentions. Folks uh, who follow us on social media at Tough Cut Pod shared their honorable mentions. What family movies did we miss um, with us? And we might talk about them. <laughs> and if we don't, any... that's really embarrassing for you guys. <laughs> that's like, if we don't mention your movie, that means you really messed up. We probably have a personal vendetta against you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, you shot your shot with your favorite podcasting crew and you just got left. Uh, out you fell into that trap yeah. of like, oh, like we care about you as podcast hosts. Like we want to interact <laughs> with our audience. But really, we don't see what you guys write to us. Not at all. You know, we did this whole bit on Hall. No one interacts with us on Twitter. No one like talks to us. That's a lie. We get millions of DMs every yeah, day. We just we just don't check. We just don't check. <laughs> we just don't <laughs> well, check. After the hundredth message, that I, I, I can't I gotta say that. <laughs> come on, come on, Matthew, come on. Um, after the hundredth <laughs> message that just said show cock. 
Okay, I, you, you're confusing it. So you know that you can have two accounts at the same time. You're thinking of your personal one. Oh, my God. I was in the farming one. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And you uh, forgot that I DM you every day to show cock. A hundred times. A hundred times. Um, yeah. So do, do either of you have an honorable mention to start us off with? I do. I do. And probably the most uh, egregious one. Uh, this one was also from an audience member, but like one I was going to choose. And I'm just going to lay it out on the table and say the reason why I didn't choose it. Um, look, everything everywhere all at once came out this year. And it is a really, really phenomenal family movie talking about generational trauma in a really beautiful way. Um, the reason I didn't pitch it for this one is because... An Oscar bracket is coming up for next, you know, Oscar season, which is like, what, two brackets away from the Tough Cut podcast's scheduling. Um, You're probably going to see, no, not even probably, you are going to see that movie in that bracket. It will get its due time. Uh, And so I just want to save room for other family movies that I thought don't get enough shine. But Everything Everywhere All at Once is an excellent family movie, definitely deserves to be in this bracket. Uh, I, I fucking love it. It's great. Nice. And in a movie that I'll probably, I guess at this point, watch for the first time during our Oscar bracket. Yeah. The same. I am so excited to show you guys this movie. Like, holy hell. Um, uh, I got a movie. I, yeah, go for it. What's the movie? Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Yeah, man. I was really close. And that's, if that we're part. talking quantity of families, like we've been talking this yeah. whole bracket. That's like, it's such a, I think such you a big won. quantity of family. I know. I, and I'm really torn and sad that I didn't do it. Um, the main reason I didn't is because I would have had to vote for it legally every time because <laughs> of my wife. It's hard. And yeah. that's like, that's a really hard way to approach these brackets, right? It just makes it really difficult, mm-hmm. but I love the movie. Yeah. It's such a good comfort movie for me. Well, you broke um, the legality of that, like having to vote for a movie when a uh, mouse hunt was in the bracket. Uh, so I don't know. What- yeah. All, I mean, all I'm going to say is after rewatching the first one for the for team what what the hell bracket did you put that in team up what was that no it was big bracket it was oh. big family <laughs> big big family and it was jake actually i think huh. jake it did was it. me yeah. it was yeah. me wow i did that um yeah i hope the second one's way better than that one yeah i love cheaper by the dozen <laughs> i love cheaper I... by the dozen too <laughs> it's a funny little joke yeah hey. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you anyway. like that you like that that was pretty good yeah it was good slinging zingers <laughs> Anyway, I have another pick. Um, yeah, go for it. Adam's Family Values. Uh, oh, we missed mm. that. Like, I, I genuinely think that's a miss on our end. Um, and I'm talking about the second one. The first one would have been great, too. But, like, I, I, I just love the second one even more for its camp shenanigans and the Thanksgiving scene, especially. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Adam's Family is literally, it's in the title, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Uh, They did so well. People love Wednesday right now, I guess. Um, I've seen some stills from that show, and it looks kind of down bad, but, you know, maybe we shouldn't judge uh, a show based on the stills. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I mean, hey, I yeah, mean, I don't know what stills you're talking about. I mean, I mean, there's some goofy CGI, but like that's probably what I've seen. Netflix shit that show out. Oh no, I saw a hell. werewolf with <laughs> like there's dyed some hair. stuff that looks great. I, and uh, yeah, d- there's a little bit of bad CGI, but I think in general, <laughs> yeah, like, if Marvel movies can get away with it, then like you know, Wednesday can get away. Yeah, with it. in the Mar- let's not get into the Marvel shows. Marvel fanboys, what the hell? 
But yeah, no, a- a- Adam's family would have been a, a, a great, <laughs> great, pick. A great pick for great this pick. bracket. And I think uh, a, a ball dropped um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So it's probably mostly on Matthew now, considering how much of a Adam's family fan he seems to be. Yeah, so big if, Adam, if you guys are really big Adam's Adam's family family guy. the guy with, Adam's yeah, the guy family. with two picks really, really <laughs> should have. It's really big Wednesday defender, yeah. big Wednesday defender over here, big Adam's family lover. That's Matthew. That's Matthew. Mm-hmm. Wow, you probably would have gotten into the finals if you would have voted for Adam's family. <sighs> mm-hmm. We'll see how this one pans out. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> confident I'm going to take the dub. <laughs> Um, one from our audience that we talked a little bit about during the actual bracket itself, but Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, whatever, man. I know I should have done it. Benefit no, of hindsight. I'm so glad that you didn't. God, it's it's worse. It's worse than Spy know. Kids 2. It really is. I, I don't know when the last the time you guys movie. watched it. I don't know. Like, I, I really used to like Spy Kids 3D. I used to say Spy Kids 3D was my favorite movie. And I try to watch it, and I literally couldn't get through it. It was damn. Rough. Maybe you were just having a bad day that day, you know? Maybe no. the whimsy wasn't in mm-hmm. your heart. You know? I had a great day. I ate ice cream. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's oh, that's cute. on the movie. I then. still couldn't. Yeah, do that's it. on the movie. Then um, I have a movie that I never saw. Great, uh, but I think <laughs> it would have been funny if if I had picked it, even though I'd never seen it. Did you guys see the Crudes? <laughs> Yo, I, I know we talked about Creeds as a joke pick, but like, was it any good? Unfortunately, the see first the one was kind of good. It was kind of goaded. Really? Nicholas Cage. Was? It made a lot of money. Ugh, Fuck ton dang. of money. I should have picked the Crudes. I mean, we could have picked any, like the Crudes, Despicable Me, you know, any of those kind of movies could have done. Hey, that was, I, I thought about for about 15 seconds putting Despicable Me in. But I was also maybe just riding the high of having <laughs> played the Despicable Me song while going <laughs> to Universal Studios. <laughs> so it just wired I think my it's brain because you went to see Minions Rise of Gru opening night and you were one of those people <laughs> to dress in a suit. I think that's the mm-hmm. reason why. Could be. Could be. Either way. Kurds would have been a pretty fun pick, and then we could have gotten some sweet, sweet Nicolas Cage as Grug, and then I would probably be over <laughs> here going like, she Grug moment, dude. Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for adding, Damn. and thank you for adding that. Thank you. Damn, when Grug Thanks. jumped that giant pit, that was sick, dude. Yeah. Um, an- Big another pick that we here. clearly missed was, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh... <laughs> it was it was one I think we uh, it, <laughs> we talked about it. I think like the first day when we picked this as a bracket, we're like, yeah. man, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> I would have died. I would have died laughing watching Alex watch that movie. You know what? What I'm assuming for the first time. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, oh man. <laughs> oh, it would have been so good. That would have been really funny. That would have been really funny. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a great movie. I'm shocked that Matt didn't pick a Godfather movie. Yeah. What's up with so that? Or like a mafia movie. What's up with that? How about the Irish? I'm, hold, I'm holding. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm holding. I'm holding all the good ones in my pocket for the perfect time. Look, Casino's my favorite uh, mafia movie. Huh. Yeah, isn't that weird? Interesting. That is, that is kind of odd. It's a little odd. You want to go, go gambling with me, Jake? I would love to go gambling with you. You want to go to Vegas? Hell yeah. I'll my favorite it. my favorite mafia movie is Zootopia. That's true. <laughs> All right, Alex, you're not invited to the gambling trip. <laughs> um, a, a really interesting 
Well, actually, it's not that interesting. Uh, but <laughs> an audience honorable mention. <laughs> Man, um, fuck you, audience members specifically. Which one? Uh, uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> I think is very. That's a funny pick. I think that's a good. It's I, a fun I, that's one. a good movie. Mm-hmm. Step Brothers is like really interesting because it was like a movie for some reason that like hit middle school me pretty hard. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I can just like. I feel like it just hit middle schoolers really hard when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, in general. Yeah, like, I was like, I can just be the f- the funniest guy in class by just, like, being, like, so much room for activity anytime there's, like, a, you know, I don't know, there's, like, a little too much space between the wall and the table in the classroom, and everyone just starts busting up laughing, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm a comedian. Wow. All right, I... I, I, <laughs> I- I feel like I'm go- I've gone like 0 for 3 <laughs> on jokes today. I throw them out and then I just like silently sit there as you guys are just like <laughs> I'm like fuck dude. <laughs> what? Okay, no, 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 say another one. Say another one. We'll wait. Yeah, say, say another one. Say another one. What you got? Um, what you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um another audience honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Rugrats in Paris. Imagine being French. <laughs> yeah, okay, the lowest effort possible joke ever actually gets a laugh. It's okay, fuck me, I guess. Um, you sounded so dejected when you said it. <laughs> I, that one came off the top of the dome, baby. So your your first instinct to tell a joke was imagine being French. Wow. Yeah, it takes my favorite joke where I go, damn, imagine being British, but instead yeah. I said French. But you said French, yeah. It's not Rugrats in fucking London. That'd be a different movie. Um, I like Rugrats in Paris a lot. I remember my brother and I used to watch that as kids. I'd bet money that my brother said Rugrats in Paris. It wasn't. Really? I don't know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I like the pick. Uh, someone said Juno, and... I don't remember everything about Juno, especially as like a family movie, but I just remember that just being a really solid movie and honestly just seeing it made me want to revisit it. I have a lot of positive memories associated with that movie, but I can't remember it fully. So um, it's not necessarily a shout out to what the recommendation was for the bracket, but shout out to making me want to watch a movie, you know? That's interesting. I have similar but opposite feelings about Juno. Yeah, you fucking hate Juno? Well, I never watched... I don't think I ever saw it, but I remember seeing trailers for it and not liking them. Was it kind of Michael Sarah? I guess Alex wasn't kind of like edgy and a little bit alternative back in the day. I... I, No. (laughs) Um, One that I think we need to talk about. Yeah. yeah. The elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dumbo. Why would you pitch old? Who the fuck? No, stop. No, 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 no. I swear that I filled out these honorable mentions and then somewhere around must have floated in an old. All right. What a wild pick. I that movie gives me like so many different aneurysms. I I never think that Manite, sorry, Manite Shyamalan, uh, will like ever top himself in upsetting me with a movie mm. and yet i keep going to see his movies i don't know why that's on me that part's on me 
Well, because you, you already you think them. he's already upset you the most he could. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I get, the trailers always look good. Like the next movie he's making with Dave Bautista and fucking uh, oh god, what's Ron from Harry Potter's name? Rupert Grint. He's in that movie. I'm gonna see that movie. What the fuck you mean? What has been your most upsetting? M. Night Shyamalan experience. M. Night? Because I know mine. Uh, I think yours is The Visit, huh? Old people poop. <laughs> <laughs> is, it uh, that, is it not that one? <laughs> um, uh, a, a little a little known classic called After Earth. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Oh, I forgot he even did that. <laughs> so did everyone oh, else. Gee. How does he uh, keep no, being vi- forgiven? Like... The visit I can hate watch in a good way. Mm-mm. After Earth just <laughs> sucks, man. I, whoever pitched uh, old, you deserve jail time. Um, what's the next step? Uh, but <laughs> admittedly, there are families in old. You know, like we can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't disagree with that. Do we want to? Do we want to speed run a couple? Oh, a couple more audience honorable mentions here. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's hilarious um, that Pokemon 3, the movie, was pitched because one of the Pokemons thinks it's the little human girl's dad. That's no, it's like, which... it's literally the whole plot of the movie of Pokemon 3 is that Entei uh, thinks it's this girl's dad and creates this whole reality to be her dad. Um, pretty good movie. It's a pretty good one. I, I love the I, I loved the OG Pokemon movie. I was a big Pokemon fan. It's ending. Mom well, Ash's man. run is ending. Yeah, Ash is retiring. It's a whole new series now. Yeah. He crazy. became a, a Pokemon champion. Yeah. Know? The Pokemon master. You know, people are actually theorizing because the girl on the new uh, picture has like a little clip in her hair and it looks like the symbol on Ash's hat. So people think that uh, she's going to be Ash's daughter. It'd be crazy. What if it's just so Ash? Ash, Ash officially timeline. fucks. Ash officially claps cheeks. Yeah, Pikachu. Well, he did that a long time it. ago. If you're looking at the right sort of material. That was a joke for legal reasons. The right sort <laughs> is, of material. He is explicitly ten years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah, away yeah, from it, that, we got a couple <laughs> other audience <laughs> honorable mentions we can we can talk through. Uh, um homeward bound is that the one about cows yeah that's a cursed option i'll say it <laughs> like i don't yeah. what? <laughs> it's just cursed i just i don't know what else to say that just feels oh cursed. no that is not the, home on the range is the one about the cows homeward bound is the one about the animals that one's cute yeah oh i also was confusing it for home on the range i don't know if it's a family <laughs> movie because it's been i don't know a really long time since i've seen it but these animals look really cute you look really cute. There's like a little dog and another dog and a cat. That's very cute. Um, a, a, Another little goddamn jokester starting <laughs> trying to start their own recurring bit <laughs> with our honorable mentions is the person who pitched Taken, Um, who I believe, Jake, you've confirmed is the same person it's, that pitched Taken 2 or exact, you assume it is. I, it's the exact same person who pitched Taken 2 in the long movie bracket and said it's because one minute would be too long for this movie yet they fucking love the first taken apparently and it's the best family movie ever so i don't know i don't know what's happening with this person maybe they just how do they feel about taken three maybe they just wish that taken two had just been taken one re-released Ooh, or what if it's taken the first taken but it's it's backwards Whoa. So he, he takes his daughter and sends her to france to get kidnapped hmm <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be an um, incoherent plot, so maybe look, we shouldn't have We're that pushing time. We're pushing time. Guys, we uh, yeah, got to get through God. this. <laughs> I, okay. Um, I, we some, got some you other know, ones. Sometimes you're a little off. Hopefully, during the actual matchup, I'll be back on my game. <laughs> I zingers. think I laugh at someone, every joke you said. <laughs> someone said The Parent Trap. We already talked about that movie. <laughs> Someone said crazy, stupid love. That's a good one. That would have been a great pick for this movie. I that love how you're that. like, we already talked about that someone, in a former bracket. Like, move on. Someone so we, said Scrooged. Are, is Scrooge really about family? No, well, it's about it the has one guy. families in it, but that's that's my favorite uh, Christmas movie. Fun fact. Really? Uh, Jake said Muppet Treasure Island. I didn't. That wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. Um, it's about and, found and family, and that's beautiful. Yeah. As Alex already said, we're we're basically pushing time here. But thank you to everybody who submitted an honorable mention. Um, it is so so awesome that you guys interact with us and flood our social media inboxes. What? The and hell? as is my curse, we should have picked Krampus. I, I'm. <laughs> oh, I love. Krampus. I'm checking our email. No, and of course, Optimus Prime no. Rib has done it again. No. He, a little a brief interjection as we hop into this Optimus Prime rib bit. Do you guys ever feel like an Islander on Love Island when you're like, I'm checking, you know, it's like I, we got an email, you know, they go, we got a text. You've really been swinging for the fences today. So he sent us two videos. Alex doesn't even dignify it with the response. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. What is, raising okay, we've got raisingchildren.net.au. And what is this? Okay, so is this, this just is the, the clip? I think I think it's just the rating of the movie, which is uh, mature. That's uh, not it's a, Optimus Prime calling all the autobots. Right? So I think the bit is this is from raisingchildren.net. I think this is Optimus Prime Rib also misunderstanding the bracket, trying to prove that the movie's acceptable for children. Could be, could be, could be. And then maybe the second clip calling all the Autobots is because the Autobots are like a family. So maybe they're, they were covering their bases for either version or either interpretation. Yeah, hey, Matthew, do you have a joke about that that you can share with us? <laughs> what? Ah! <laughs> No one puts baby in a corner. I can't to wait to hear kind of how you how you seem in the second half of this episode. I'm sure you carry the same I'll energy. I'll be good. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna recenter. Yeah. I know you're gonna grab a little snacky. I'm sure, Jake. I'm gonna grab so a I'm little gonna get snacky. some water and 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 yeah. to get control of myself. <laughs> wait. Okay. I got a question. Did you guys watch this video that Optimus Prime Rube sent? Yes. Us? Okay, so it starts, and Optimus Prime is like a nasty truck, and then he copies a big rig and turns into a, a better truck. Okay, objective. Why, at the beginning of every Transformers movie, do they start out as these grungy, nasty robots, and then it's like this cool, sick moment every single movie where they become pretty cool trucks? And it's like, why why they ugly trucks at the beginning if they're just going to turn into big, cool ones again? Class, they classism, do it every movie. Classism. Wow. Okay, you got me. Classism. You're right. Perfect movie. It, Whoa. It's, is it going to be in our next bracket? It might. We don't. The audience doesn't even know what our next bracket is, but it's a good one. We should. I and mean, you know what? We should just tell Maybe. them. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> We're doing it it'd now. It'd be kind of fun to, to let you guys right know now. now. It's a Jake bracket. We can't wait till the end of the episode to let you guys know. It's only. It's movies all picked by Jake about. Jake, or what Jake thinks of himself, it's gonna be great. It's a, it's a, it's called a jacket. It's a Jake bracket. It's a jacket. 
True. It wasn't me who thought of this idea alone. This is a group effort, so um, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, it's not Jake trying to take over the podcast. Not we yet. Figured, we figured now's the time to do it. Matt's Big Rich, but he doesn't want to get Jake any birthday presents. True. So this is this is the present from Big Rich Boy Matt. It's true. To Jake. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. The present. Yeah, yep. Actually, that's canon now. No, wait. No, that he was going to get me a gift. <laughs> he was going to get me a big old gift, and now he won't. Damn. Well, um. Yeah, so I mean, we should get into the matchup. But right. a huge thank you to RaisingChildren.net.au um, for <laughs> for discussing the main messages that you can get out of Transformers: Age of Extinction. Um, <laughs> what an absolutely technological development left unchecked can be dangerous, <laughs> and opportunities for learning and development can come from the mistakes that humans make. Those are really good main messages to take away. So thank you so much to this website. What an absolutely um, unhinged honorable mentions finale we've got going on i love every second of it i can't wait to get into it i'm gonna go get a snack but uh i'd say we hop right into it what do you guys say why are you always getting a snack right before we like get into the recording jake you guys just okay we'll take a little little break you make me hungry what do i what do you want from me oh my god so jake went and got a snack (laughs) between our honorable mentions and now (laughs) and dead ass this man walks up with what is like a little I don't know, crescent shaped, like white looking <laughs> object. And I'm sitting here watching him munch on them. Mm. And I'm like, that's a fucking piece of garlic. <laughs> this guy's eating a globe of garlic. <laughs> He's got to I'm about to go knee away. deep in some vampires and I can only use my mouth to attack. So that sounds like a different kind of weekend. <laughs> a vampire weekend. <laughs> but I'm, anyway, um, uh, but no, it, it was a, it was an orange. Anyway, <laughs> we've got a matchup. It was a cutie. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, it was cute. Which is that? We're not getting. We're not getting it. We can't do this. (laughs) We can't start this episode so off base. Or I mean, I guess the middle of yeah. We can't continue continue this episode. We can't get into the matchup like this because the honorable mentions were already so crazy. That was insane. I don't know why someone would call that a family movie, but like they did. I mean, our audience is the nasties. They're fucked in the head. It is the nasties. The cuties. As I was eating, uh, they're great. Their honorable mentions were super wholesome. Damn, that's quite the sponsorship opportunity. I never realized, but we, we get we got a match. We get <laughs> cuties sponsored the cuties anyway. Um, our finale matchup here, as you already heard at the top of the episode, um, we've got Hereditary versus Parasite. Um, Hereditary released in 2018, directed by Ari Aster. Film is set to the backdrop of the family matriarch Ellen Graham's death. Um, we're being to explore the web of relationships of the remaining and sometimes very strange Graham family. It's all thrown to a head when the daughter Charlie is, spoilers, killed in what appears to be an accident. At this point, Annie, played by Tony Collette, begins to unravel the cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their family ancestry. And Annie's son, Peter, played by Alex Wolf, tries to escape the sinister fate he has inherited upon his sister's death. Uh, yeah, so we've talked about it all throughout this bracket, but um, Hereditary, Distortion of the Family Structure, it's just a really, really interesting take on a family movie, um, a very different type of family <laughs> movie, which is why I put it in this bracket. It's just really interesting to talk about through that lens. Um, and then we've got Parasite, released in 2019, directed by it's Alex Laughing. I, you sniffing your mic? So, what's going on here? <laughs> I am. So Bucky just jumped up on my lap. And he yawned. Oh. he yawned right at my microphone, and he has. Does it smell like cloves of garlic? By any and you, no, it smells like fish. Oh, <laughs> it's it's like actually gross. 
and <laughs> <laughs> now my microphone kind of smells like yeah. Fish, do another and I have for to... the for the fans for the viewers. Yeah, the your mm. mic's windscreen is probably just <laughs> infested with Bucky breath. <laughs> it, it's actually we should can disgusting. Bucky breath and, and sell it to our viewers. And we were just like, oh, we got such good momentum. <laughs> Yeah, and then I went in, and I like Matt was in the middle of its description, and I was just like, I need to sniff my microphone. <laughs> and there's no way that the sound won't pick up or anything like that. So like, you knew when you did it, <laughs> yeah. you had to commit. Like, I yeah. So I was like trying to quietly do it and just giggling to myself. At least you didn't like do it while he was saying some weird shit. Like at least he didn't go like, and then the sister died, and you went. Oh, anyway, uh, this now uh, now I have to name this episode. Alex takes a good sniff. Yeah, you have legally. You have to. Alex takes a sniff. It, will this be the first episode named after you? Though uh, it might be. It could anyway. be actually. Wow. Uh, Parasite released in 2019, directed by Bong Joon Ho. We got two families. It's a movie very about families. A movie very about capitalism. Um, it's about infiltration in multiple senses. <laughs> Love that word. <laughs> Um, living in disguise and also living in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> the Matt, shit. That description. That description was unhinged. The shit eating grin as he said that line. You guys would not believe. Is this. Wow. Sorry. Is this like. This is a coveted double Matthew finale. A double Matthew finale where Matt only had two picks and he picked absolutely bonkers. Has that happened? For this Has that happened? Um, I don't think so. It's also the first movie I think I've had in a finale in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in a finale for in a, in a while. Usually, I'm I'm swinging for the fences. Yeah, Jake normally killing it. Um, but then I had yeah. Spike in suit. Apparently, that was like not great. <laughs> yeah, it really spoiled um, my like feelings about Jake's yeah. movies for the whole That's bracket. Fair. That's that we started. With He's that like one. he doesn't it know about family. And and it's not even that you didn't like like Spike Kids too. You just really didn't like the kid that played yeah, Junie. Yeah, like Junie. I feel like if Junie Cortez wasn't in Spy Kids too, that movie could have made it to the finale. Well, similarly, I had a thought about Hereditary, and, and this is a thought. This is really Matthew's thought, but I'm just like saying it for him because I know he's kind of shy to say it. Uh, he's looking at oh, me okay. very scared right now. Um, <laughs> I feel like I know what. Well, about but he to told come, me in confidence that it. the only thing that would have made this movie better uh, is if the daughter was actually played by joey king um he really uh <laughs> have we even aired this beef on the podcast no i wanted to bring it to <laughs> i wanted to i felt like it was time i feel like it was time you know i would when a, <laughs> when joey king isn't even in any <laughs> of the movies <laughs> i'm just you know i'm about to put wish upon for our next bracket so i figured they uh they should get ready and i wish that you do that so we can talk about it then <laughs> look audience i'm gonna keep you in suspense much like my attachment to saw <laughs> you guys i can't reveal on first touch what what this whole beef is about but this is this is a big one i will i will die fighting on this one and i will die on jake's shit interpretation <laughs> of what i, I mean he loves joey king man i think he loves- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> look she was in Bullet Train. I haven't seen it, but people liked it. Yeah. She was also in all the Kissing Booth movies, and those fucking suck. <laughs> so let's not get into it. Wow, man. That's a weird way of saying they fucking slap. slap. Yeah. I, I think I, I thought of I Alex will... Wolf is my like, logic, and I was like, oh, Alex Wolf. He's hilarious to have in this movie, and he <laughs> does a good job. 
I will go to my goddamn grave about kissing booth too. <laughs> as soon as they, no one, I don't no know one has, seen it. we're spoiling. No one kissing has booth ever too. said that sentence. Um, <laughs> they, they dropped, they're like have an arcade machine. They're really big fans of, and a new high score is there. Despite Joey King's character having the high score forever and it's MVP. And without missing a beat, I'm like, Oh, it, it's going to be dun 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 and immediately predict the like rival love interest name based off of his initials and uh not even seeing the guy and i'm like i'm a fucking killer <laughs> wow um, so it sounds like matt is really invested in the kissing it sounds character. like he's really we, invested okay, in joey we, king movie I, i'm telling you like you can read it however you want audience it's I, up to I you can't, I, i'm not allowed to scream right now <laughs> but if we put kissing booth in a bracket i will i've got so much shit to say about specifically the first one we, we're so off Wait, okay okay right so now. let's let's get into jake what did you mean by your comment about joey king who do you think in hereditary joey king should replace? i well i i think that matthew would love if joey king was the daughter who gets her head beheaded one because short scene in the movie <laughs> <laughs> and she, she gets bodied man if joey king was the daughter hereditary would have a very different vibe and three imagine because you know the trailers primed the daughter to be the maiden like antagonist <laughs> imagine if matthew watched the trailers to hereditary and then you know everything it comes out and everyone's like oh my god hereditary was like one of the best horror movies like i, I was hyping it up and matthew was like oh my god you gotta see it and he's like what the fuck do you mean joey king is the lead what do you mean <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I would be having not seen it be like, see, Jake? See? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah, so we're, we're so far off topic. We're circling back. Circle back, circle back. Tread, treading water here. Hereditary versus Parasite. Very different movies in their approaches to family. Wait, obviously. okay. Uh, Jake, who do you think Joey King would play in Parasite? <laughs> she would She would play the, uh, she would play the flood. Um, <laughs> she Let's unpack that. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by that, Jake? I mean that she's a natural disaster. Some people, some people, the elite, the elite people think she's a blessing and clear the skies, but some people think she's the something fucking... to be unleashed upon the poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're really going hard on Joey King right now. We deadass spent five minutes talking about this. So. God, why would Matthew bring her up? Anyway, uh, I yeah, love... I don't know why I would do that. Just like, <laughs> why, why did I put King Kong in that one bracket? <laughs> Wait, guys, do you think in King Kong, Joey King would do Joey King Kong? <laughs> Matt is like fuming. He's so I'm upset. Dying. This shit's you funny. can't. Yeah, you can't see my face right about now, but I'm just like rubbing my temples, furrowing my brow. I'm like an upset father. This is these are the moments where one, I'm glad I no longer live near Matthew, and two, I am I scared that I anymore. bought him a katana. For yeah, and gift. some sick ass kunai. So I'm coming for you, dude. Yeah. Um. Okay. Actually, talking about these two movies, I am yeah. so happy. now that we're nearly ten minutes into this episode <laughs> or into the this um the matchup discussion, I am so happy that um two horror movie. I mean, two horror like you know whatever subgenre in it. They're they're in the finale here. I think it's like really interesting just as a genre. I talk about this all the time, both in my personal life and on the podcast. Where uh, it, this this genre is so so sprawling and so unique and i think 
it's telling that it, we have our top two like family discussions uh, in a genre that's very like thrilling and very interesting. It's, it's one says a lot about us three, how we view family and what we want to say about family. Well, um, I think like, I guess the reason that I feel like these movies have made it so far and the reason they've been so interesting to talk about is that they look at family in a different way than most of the other movies that we pitched, right? 100%. Like, they they do not shy away from, like, the gritty, dark parts of your family. Uh, and I think, you know, for whatever reason, that just really, really absorbed us. I, I think it's also worth considering that Parasite, despite having elements of horror, the a lot of the portrayals of family are not necessarily outright, like, I guess the Park family, to a certain extent, is like a dysfunctional. Right. Um, but th- there, th- it is also very much about like the things we do for family. Right. You know, it is yeah. as we talked about the first time we brought up Parasite. Um, inevitably, how much they try to do for their family that that brings down the 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 Kim family. You know, like it is by trying to secure employment for everyone that they have all of this kind of go to shit. You know, don't help your family get employed is the message in Parasite. Yeah, it could be. And Hereditaries is um, don't take your 14 year old sister to your sick ass party you're going to. Otherwise, she's going to die hitting her head on a sign. So in terms of the portrayals of family here, mm-hmm. raw numbers, we got a lot of families on display. Um, <laughs> I love Paris. Why do we all keep bringing out the raw <laughs> numbers? Like, like I, if I did this, I would have just pitched cheaper by the dozen. Like, what is this? Guys, shit? I super can like, I mean, we talked about it earlier. One of my honorable mentions was cheaper by the dozen too. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was so close. I, yeah. I kid you not. I was so close for this movie for doing cheaper by the dozen too. Well, after we, you know. You would have we'll had the numbers. We talked about it already. I would have had the numbers already. You would have had the numbers. Yeah, in terms of raw number, you know, we got two and a half families approximately in Parasite. Uh, we have one family in Hereditary plus a big old cult. They they seem pretty close. Yeah, which we haven't one, really talked about. Plus a bunch of nudies. I love the plus scenes the with the nudies for two seconds, just surrounding <laughs> the house. I'm like, man, I would love to be an extra who's just like his whole day is sitting around just on taking set, taking your dick out, taking my dick out, <laughs> and staring at a house at night. Jake, like, let me tell you. You can do yeah. that without being on set for a TV show. Please or a don't movie. come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> but Matthew might pay me to do it for some sick, twisted fantasy, but I won't get Dude, paid. Wait till that. I throw a party next summer. They're about to have the time of their goddamn They're life. <laughs> yeah, because Jake's going to be out there with his wiener out. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matthew's idea of a party is he throws a party for himself where he's drinking, but outside he pays people to show up naked. <laughs> whoa, 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 stare. whoa. Don't, don't get me wrong. Just you, Jake. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not allowed inside. It's like, what's that deal with that one naked dude? He's like, I don't know. He just shows up. You make up new stories every single time. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Joker telling, uh, telling, how, you, you want to know how I got these scars? You want to know, know how about I... the naked man in my backyard? Well, what's so weird about it is that he doesn't touch himself. He just stands there <laughs> naked. Just, like, kind of concerned, but every time I ask him if he's okay, he's like, no, I'm good. He starts running. <laughs> Towards me. <laughs> I don't lock the doors really fast. Um, I never call the police, though. Yeah, you never. <laughs> anyway. That, like that is something. Imagine if they just locked the doors, you know? Half of any movie can be solved if 
people just lock their damn doors. Yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> it would have solved actually both of these because if they had yeah. just kept the the sub basement of the rich house closed, guy wouldn't have gotten out and tried to kill the whole family. Well, and if if they hadn't let in the old like housekeeper, she wouldn't have gotten to her husband. Like if they just kept the doors locked, he would have starved to death. She would have probably eaten an orange or something, right? Wasn't that what she was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. peaches or mangoes, mangoes, peaches, Peaches. something. Sure. One of one of them. But yeah, Mm. it is interesting how, again, it is that like even beyond their own control, it is another family's pursuit of what you do for family, what you're willing to do for your spouse that inevitably leads to multiple deaths. Yeah, if I learned one thing from these movies is that if your family just locks your doors, then nothing bad can happen to you because it only bad happens when you don't. Except for like fire safety, I think. Yeah, like oh, I also think you know, there's no like you shut the door, but don't lock it or whatever. Anyway, I don't in know. In hereditary, he locked the he locked the uh, attic, and that didn't really work out for him. Now did it? Well, they were already up there. Mm. Yeah, but like they, How they teleported in, you know? inside, you know? Did they? Like she was banging her head on oh, the thing, and true. then he cuts to it. She's like sawing her own head off, and then. That's it's so sick. funny during that time. I'm just like, jump out the window, you idiot! <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when he, he does. like, and then he does, and I'm like, oh wait, that was the bad decision to do. Yeah. You, you've made the wrong decision, yeah. my you've made the wrong choice, Alex Wolf Starvold. Yeah. So. <laughs> in in measuring our families here, do do we have favorites? Do we do we like one family better than another across? Yeah, all I'm these a movies? big fan of the Park family. I think they're really cool. They got a lot of good stuff going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's called being rich, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what does look, Mr. Park do? Why he? Why like he? Businessman. He looks like he works for like a tech company. A- anyone who says you're a businessman, that's not a job. I'm sorry, that's not a job. You just he's creating say- value for the economy. Oh, yeah, he's Jesus creating Christ. jobs, Jake. Oh my God, which yeah. jobs? Uh, the <laughs> ones for poor people. Anyway, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think look. he's like the CEO of like a tech company. It seems like because hmm. he's like messing with like a little product, and he's like, he's not thinking about why there's just lights that go on when he when he walks up the stairs. These are all fucking automatic. Yeah, big, big tech guy. I so okay. We've talked about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, and then you guys keep talking about these big tech. Um. <laughs> okay, give us your give us your real thought, Jake. Yeah, what's your what's your real discussion <laughs> yeah, you want to have, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being bullied? I'm never the one to bring up a serious thought, and I'm here trying my little heart out. I'm calling a little it, fucker. <laughs> No, do it, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. I just, I think, like, when I think of, like, movie moms, like, she's up there. Like, it's, like. Yeah. It's, it, it's something about her, like, in Hereditary, even if she's, like, a bad mom, good mom. I think she's just, like, a really interesting depiction of the mom. One of the biggest uh, moments in the film that I think of uh, is when she's above Alex Wolf's, uh, like she's like dreaming and above Alex Wolf's thing, and like it looks like she has a knife or whatever, but then she doesn't, and like the you you know that sequence I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's just like I don't know something about her like trying to kill her child but not killing her child, and and like her like guilt behind because like imagine being a parent, right? This is my whole thing. Imagine being a parent and like genuinely fucking hating your kid or blaming them for something or wanting them dead like how do you reconcile that especially as a mother something 
we'll never really truly understand. You gave birth to this like person and now you want them fucking dead. It gives a whole new meaning to like, I brought you in this world. I'll take you out. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, that- I, I, th- I think that's like a really, really interesting point to bring up, especially through the context of we've talked a lot about distortion of family structure when it comes to hereditary. Right. However, I feel like we've done that primarily through the lens of the children in this case, mm-hmm. whereas you know, talking about from the parents perspective here, there's a lot of really, really complicated emotions, even talking about insofar as we've talked about Tony Collette thus far, it's mostly been her relationship to her own mother rather than right. her relationship to her children. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so actually like, a, I don't know, like a really astute point. Thanks, motherfucker. I tried. No, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I think it is something that actually we see in both of these movies to a certain extent is sure. like the idea of grappling with parenthood. Mm. Um, for example, both of the Park parents, primarily Mr. Park, um, I don't think like really wants to be a dad. No, that's the thing. Like it, mm-hmm. it seemed like a thing that they do. It seemed like it would even help his status to be viewed as a family man. Like it, it all seemed like just like checking boxes, not like doing it to do it. You know. Well, Which, it's. I think it's like it's very. I kind of disagree in a certain way because, like, I think he wants to be a father. He doesn't want to be like necessarily like he doesn't want the father relationship that the Kim family has like mm-hmm. you because c- you can see it like he doesn't interact with the daughter much at all. But with his son, he like does the he, camping. He yeah, like he has the walkie talkie. He engaged mm-hmm. like right. there are moments where it's like I'm a dad. He's interested in my son. But it's, largely it's like framed around very specific things. It's not just like oh, we're home together, let's, like, go hang out. Right. It's very Yeah, different. I wonder why it feels so hollow. It just feels like it, it's this idea of, in a way. This idea of, like, the sacrifices you're willing to make. Like, we have, sure. I think, I th- at least this is my view on it, to a certain extent, in that we see the dad and the Kim family be willing to sacrifice basically everything for his own kids. Mm-hmm. Mr. Park, I, I think, wants dad. to in- engage in fatherhood in so far as it is convenient to do so, mm-hmm. you know, which is why mm-hmm. I think as Alex points out, it, it seems that he's like willing to meet his son on level on the level of things that are like interesting or aren't like, like significant commitment mm-hmm. um, to, to a certain extent, I, obviously feel free to, to disagree. But I, I, I think that that's kind of where it strikes me is it's like in so far as there aren't personal sacrifices associated with it. Yeah. It's just something about, uh, Kim family's like the the father just seems so much more and that that's another thing I want to say like kind of like I, I love mother figure more in hereditary father figures more in parasite um it's kind mm. of like what I'm grappling with because I, I just love I, I something about him seems like he is doing the absolute best he can and he is fail he has also failed a lot mm-hmm. um but not like in a way that's like like he, he's trying his best to keep his family together um and it's just it it, it's it screams more genuine and 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 sometimes harsh in a way but like very realistic um in, in parasite in a way that i think is really interesting i mean hey we we love we love dads here on on the tough cut and True. uh are historically <laughs> pro good dad pro good dad and, you know and it's I interesting because this this good. bracket has been very pro mommy but i feel like it's hard we have tony collette man it's hard you know yeah, that's mommy yeah. we could have had tony tony but whatever Chaos <laughs> rains, <laughs> rains um, the flood. 
True. <gasps> Joey. Whoa, it's all connected. Even, um, <laughs> Did you say Joey? <laughs> yeah, because the flood. She's the flood. <laughs> even insofar as the dad in Hereditary, I think, fits an interesting role as well. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. There are really, really earnest attempts for him to be like trying to take control of the situation you could tell he um, loves his his wife and he let like he's trying his absolute best also like it's and it is just so far out of his control and... he like seems so helpless <laughs> like so i'm like baby it's it's not gonna work out you like which, i think he notices are... in real time that he married someone with in a family that oh god what did i yep. do mm-hmm. you, you married into quite the family and i think there's yeah. some interesting parallels um to Mr. Kim in some ways mm. um, in insofar as like the being in over your head comes to both of these. I think the dad and hereditary would be one to not lie and be like, I have no plan, but we'll figure it out. Whereas Mr. <laughs> yeah. Kim is like, yep, I'm going to tell him I've got a plan because I want them to feel some sense it's of a security. security. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think it's really interesting that in some ways, both of those roots are going to are going to lead you to some sense of some semblance of comfort in a family yeah um, i mean it's different, different parenting reasons. styles and and different like kind of like paternal styles of of leading typically that's like shown especially in film that i think on that yeah on on that sort of continuum mm-hmm. where do we put mr park what's his it, when shit hits the fan mr <laughs> kim lies about having a plan i think uh, mr. mr park has a plan like i think he makes a plan i and think he, he just... makes a plan but i think it might be a little selfish like i i, I yeah, think it's I don't, not i don't think it's necessarily a good plan but yeah. i think he makes a plan and he's like we need to stick to the plan no matter the plan like, involves if it's, like his money you know if it's like, working or failing i think yeah. he's like we're sticking to my plan commitment to the plan mm-hmm. which is a worse not to be confused with commitment to the bit commitment to the bit is a much better chaotic structure to follow in your life commitment to a plan lame Honestly, I think Mr. Kim commits to the bit at yeah. the very end. Oh, certainly. Yes. <laughs> certainly commits to the bit. What if I? What if that's how Bong Joon-ho like, pitched this film? <laughs> it's like, this is about a father committing to the bit. This <laughs> is about a poor family and a rich family, and shit hits the fan, and the poor father commits to the bit. Wait, isn't just Parasite overall just about a family committing to the bit? Yes! Like, yes. literally! <laughs> Yo! Whoa! No. I don't even know what to make of that. That that uh, is it about? Is it, fuck is, is <laughs> the capitalism stuff? Whatever. Fuck that. Okay. Hate it. All, all this other stuff. Whatever. All these themes and depth. Oh, who cares? Oh, is it, it actually, looks good. Fuck it. Is it actually a movie about the dangers of committing to the bit <laughs> and, and and the pleasures and the oh, pleasures? True. Well, and if you think about it too, it's like the Park family. The Park family are the innocent ones because there's like the (laughs) there's the Kim family, then there's the Half family, and I feel like the Half family committed to the bit too. Like the guy who's definitely committed to the bit. He's deep in the bit of like respect for Mr. Park. He's in it. When you get so deep into the bit that you've been hiding from your creditors for like 10 years in the basement of someone's house. <laughs> That's my house. favorite way. And someone would argue Matthew's favorite way to commit to the bit. Yeah. What do you guys, the, it's what, a German family that moves in later? Mm. Mm-hmm. How long are they making it? 12. I was going to say seven. Okay. 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 How about you? What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, let's let's think, turn Matthew? it around on you. Four. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. You might be onto something there. That's not something I considered. Wait, you know what's yeah. weird? They explain the basement in the movie being like a like a emergency shelter, right? Mm-hmm. 
Why are there three light switches that control the lights to the staircase in the emergency shelter? Damn. Ding! Cinema sin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm ready to vote. Honestly, on that, like, if you, like, (laughs) come on, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a really good point, Alex. Um, What's that got to do with family? Everything. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so imagine the hereditary family move into the 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 park house. They got walls; naked people can't get in. Mm, they got cameras too. Yeah, but they got like an open window play. Like, it's, if anything, it's gonna be way creepier. <laughs> it's a very like, open house. way more naked people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, wait. Okay, actually, something. Last thing I want to talk about before we vote. Actually, we talked about mom. We talked about dads. We should probably talk about the kids, right? Yeah. What if we said no? All right. So I want to vote for. <laughs> Oh, were you hoping we said no? Was that the bit you were saying? No, huh? no, I genuinely... Oh. I just, Commitment yes, to the should. bit. Commitment to the bit. No, Jake. I'm going to vote now. No. <laughs> All right. I, I'm so glad this episode no. was carried by how funny the honorable mentions are. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about the kids. No. I'm committing to the bit now. I won't. Okay, well, now I this refuse. is a conversation just between Jake and I for um, <laughs> a very brief moment. Yeah. What, what do you want to say? I'll take this Jake? time. While you guys talk about it, I'll take this time to think about what I'm going to vote for. Yeah, well, if you're Michael Moore. I, <laughs> yes, get, get that sniff, hmm. Mike. Well, this I just think it's interesting. Mm. I was kind of looking mm. at uh, our whole conversations, I'm not especially sure which one I'm going to vote parasite. for. <laughs> I want to commit. Die. Um, it doesn't smell like fish anymore. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stop committing to the bit because it just made our recording crash. So, um, yeah, was, yeah, I had a really elegant thing to say that you guys will never hear the children, um, the children spoilers. It was about Joey King. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> no, 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 not talking about Joey King. Uh, this whole time, actually, we haven't really talked about the children in parasite. We, uh, <laughs> don't we didn't really talk about them kind of at all i i feel like the parents are at a crux uh, of it and we talked about mr park a lot like you know we talked about mr kim a lot we have not talked about the children we kind of talked about alex wolf you can't really talk about the daughter in uh, uh hereditary because she go yeah, by imagine back. Dying. um so crazy yeah, imagine dragons it's crazy <laughs> um but anyway the the kids in paris uh, yeah yeah i I just want to know your kind of thoughts on like you know kids are also an essential part of family like you said we talk about a lot about the relationship between the kids um but yeah the sort of how do do we feel comparatively um i think there's a lot of really really interesting stuff going on with the kids in parasite on like an individual thematic level um Mm -hmm. i think for example um the the kim's daughter goes by jessica um Mm -hmm. there is like this really nice thematic through line of like the it's almost like she fits into this lifestyle and then the deep irony of her being the one that dies Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. is likely connected to the the son's sort of pie in the sky dream of becoming rich enough to fit into that lifestyle well in contrasting yeah. that with the son's whole journey of like he's like macking with the park daughter and yeah, then he's... his like big question mm-hmm. in the climax is like do i fit in here like can i be a part of this and you know mm-hmm. it's like i'm sure he on some level has you know jealousy of his sister that everyone is like oh you fit into this really well like you make sense here and no one's saying that about him mm-hmm. yeah there, there's also the piece where 
I think some of that comes from the fact that he's basically in in some senses just pretending to be his friend that was their previous tutor, even down to his plan to ask her out for uh, the park's daughter out for real once um, she she graduates from high school. Yeah. Um, And I Mm. think like that's a really interesting component of like how that fits into that idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's definitely a lot of really interesting stuff, I think, going on with the, the Kim children. Um, as far as I the think, park kids go, I think there's up. interesting stuff with the park kids too, of like, you know, mm. and I think their main thing that I see is the way that they're contrasted with each other and with the Kim kids. And then the way that like the parents misinterpret them mm-hmm. of like, they mm. keep saying that like the, um, son's paintings are these like self portraits. They're very clearly the, the guy, guy in the basement, the basement. Yeah. yeah right and it's like yeah. it's so interesting of how like the yeah. park mother is like she cares so much about her kids like the whole movie starts with her hiring these two people to take care of her kids and then it's mm-hmm. like she totally misunderstands them yeah the, yeah it's there's a difference between like caring like it's almost like that she cares about the object she doesn't care about like she the, cares the about them but kid. she doesn't know them Mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's tough that's like a big that's that's yeah. real in, in families and like to a similar degree in hereditary like uh tony clutch like shows care for her like children like she the i am your mother speeches is like she she's genuinely like so good yeah so good so 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 good and such a great depiction of motherhood she she cares about her kid but she's just like motherfucker <laughs> like yeah you're lucky I don't pop off right now. Like I am, I am doing an effort, and you know Alex Wolf's also ooh, there's geez, a lot of tiptoeing around a mom. Really like, complicated emotions to navigate in Hereditary, from like mm-hmm. the familial mental illness to the strange happenings, to you could literally just make like a just a drama, yeah, about, a, a drama about a family where like the daughter dies by the accident of the son. You know, like. Yeah. That component in, in and of itself is really, really tough to 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 sort of mm-hmm. disentangle. Yeah, and well, probably and, exp- it's a, it's and then you got a bunch of naked people outside. And it's like, what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, exactly. Well, we know, but that's a different movie. That's a different movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, like at the end of the day, despite all of the trauma they experience, I do think the Graham family cares about each other. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, like the they're they're trying. They're just not succeeding. They're the epitome of trying, but ooh boy, um, ooh boy. Paymon succeeds. That's true. That's nice. His his little family, queen, and that's so sweet. Aw, it's Queen Lee. Just Queen Lee just tried a little harder. Yeah, true. She did. That's true. She cared about her family just in her own way. So that's actually interesting because Parasite is a story about the dangers of committing to the bit hereditary mm-hmm. it's just like a cute little found family story it shows you how far <laughs> you can go how far you can go with committing to a bit True. and the positive like when like, you start it, to it sh- shows when you and the boys show up naked outside of someone's house ready to <laughs> saw their head off to please your your lord of hell <laughs> i mean yeah there 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 are more difficult things to do i think we can all learn something from both of these films I'll be completely honest. Uh, it is a very tough matchup for me, and I think we do have to vote here. But I, I would beg of you guys if you know what you're voting for to help guide me here, because I'm, I'm a little lost. Well, I mean, I think, I think I'm gonna vote first. Okay. Okay, hot boy. Whoa. 
Jake. Sorry. Was that a little forward? Jake. Um, <laughs> I think that I need to vote for Parasite here. I think both of these movies take very deep dives into family structure and family relationships. I think Parasite is a more holistic look at mm. a wider variety of families, family relationships in multiple contexts versus I think Hereditary is very, you know, like narrow in its scope. Like it is a specific study. It's very, it, it goes into, into that. It's a, it's a very specific family. Yeah. And yeah, so for me with this bracket, I think I like Parasite's more holistic approach. Sure. Sure. Matthew, you got a thought or no? Oh, do I have a thought? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I, mean, I can vote if you you really need to to help you. I genuinely, it out. I mean, like, I like so. I don't go ahead. Or sorry, <laughs> not go ahead. I'm going because you told me to go. <laughs> <laughs> Free me. Um, as you said, this is a really, really, really tough matchup. Um, but I'm going to vote for Parasite here. Mm-hmm. Somewhat similar to Alex, I think that what it comes down to for me. I think hereditary is maybe a more interesting take on discussing family. Sure. Um, but parasite it's quantity. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The audience doesn't get to hear what my actual thought was. Parasite's got <laughs> no. two, two and a half families. <laughs> so I think I did like upon reflection of y'all's votes. I really think I did that classic thing that Jake does during podcasts where I shoot myself in the foot last minute because I mentioned Joey King in relation to Hereditary, <laughs> and Matthew was like, absolutely not, cannot be associated. <laughs> Matt, Matt is it. making looks right now. <laughs> no, um, actually, at the end of the day, I think I would also vote for Parasite here. I think I enjoy Hereditary almost a, a little bit more just for its, like, I love horror, like, uh, like big, like, Parasite has horror elements in it, 100%, uh, but Hereditary is, like, more, like, firm in the horror genre and i love how they depict it i think tony collette is is phenomenal in it and the mother stuff is great but i think i love like alex was saying the uh totality of of i think the father stuff is great i think the kids stuff are great and then i think the family dynamics of everyone is great so i i think parasite gets a full sweep here i love parasite i literally have a picture of Bong Jun Ho on my laptop kissing his Oscars. Wow, you know what's crazy? Um, I we I just made a joke about it in regards to Matt's vote. I feel like Parasite really did win simply because of the quantity of family. It might have. I mean, yeah, it had more to say. Relationships, the quantity. Yeah, yeah. There's quantity in many senses. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I mean, that means hey, Parasite got a queen sweep. This is the big thing. Parasite got a queen sweep. Why is my antivirus software scanning for viruses right now? Honestly, you look like you're being interviewed for something that would incriminate you on your. camera i don't know if you see that matthew uh, it but does very it looks exactly like that he's being censored right now but not being censored Look. for his terrific vote that was counted um that <laughs> led to our our finale winner parasite is our favorite family movie here at the tough cut um yeah the libs really tried to censor my vote but don't worry guys we got it through Hmm. Oh, X to down. <laughs> moving right along from that um thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode sh- oh god i can't even remember what i say anymore what the hell it d- different day different 
chaos. Yeah, you've been if practicing. You, <laughs> you've been practicing this outro. For uh, so if you long. enjoyed today's episode, rate and review us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, you should share the episode with who? Share it with someone. Share okay, it, share it with yeah, someone you okay. want to start a family with, and don't tell them. But then, hmm. when they'll get to the end of the episode, they'll realize that this is how you're proposing to them. Oh, that's cute. Mm. I like that. And then like Share you have Share to it with the black you have sheep to perfectly time it out. You have to know when in the in this episode we say this and then that way like you watch them listen to it and then at that perfect timing you'll be down on a knee. All I'll say is with that plus what Jake said is going to be a very confusing experience for someone's cousin in the deep south. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.